0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.
2: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number
3: one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Thursday, January 4th. We do have rain and snow in the forecast, so we'll get our full forecast coming up in just a few minutes. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, a breeze out of the east. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. The Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year. The commission adopted their 2024 legislative platform, which focuses on appropriations and policy issues of public service, public safety, fiscal responsibility, and workforce and economic development that are important to the county to continue to maintain the high level of service and programs. Commissioner Ryan
2: Beatty says the platform addresses the unique needs the county has. We have a job to contend
4: for our constituents here locally. Um, Our needs in Sedgwick County are different than uh, in Johnson County or in Saline County or in Riley County. We have unique needs here, and we've got to contend with our state delegation for serving our constituents here the best that we can. The platform will be
3: presented to all members of the Kansas House and Senate. The 2024 Kansas Legislative Session begins Monday, January 8th. Rodney Price, KNSS News. More court documents related to sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein have been unsealed, revealing several high-profile names.
5: The federal judge releasing nearly 200 names that were previously redacted from court documents filed in a since-settled defamation lawsuit brought by one of Epstein's accusers against Ghislaine Maxwell. Now, former President Bill Clinton is one of the biggest names here, and the documents detail his personal relationship with Epstein, including four trips Clinton took on the convicted sex offender's private plane in the early two. Now, in the deposition, one victim was also asked if Epstein ever talked to her about Bill Clinton. She answered, quote, he said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls.
3: That's Fox's Brooke Singman with that report. A Wichita man is going to spend nearly 18 years in prison for the deaths of two people and the injuries of two others. 40-year-old Dennis Jackson pled guilty to charges of voluntary manslaughter for the deaths of 39-year-old Jose Alvarez and 22-year-old Neosha Allen. They, as well as two others, were shot at a House party more than a year ago. A senior official in the U.S. Department of Education stepping down, citing President Biden's handling of the conflict in
1: Gaza. Taria Habash, a special assistant in the Education Department, sent in a letter to the Education Secretary that he cannot stay silent He claimed the administration is, quote, turning a blind eye to the atrocities committed against Palestinian lives by Israel. Habash is a Palestinian-American who was appointed early in Biden's presidency as part of a build-out of the Education Department's focus on student loan forgiveness. In addition, 17 Biden re-election campaign staffers issued a warning this week in an anonymous letter saying that Biden could lose voters over the issue of the war between Israel and Hamas. The Biden campaign did not immediately respond. Ted Lindner, Fox News. A woman was
3: injured. She was hit by a truck in East Wichita. This happened early last evening near Harry and Parkwood, just to the west of Harry and Edgemore. Police officers found a woman in her 40s. She'd been hit while walking in the crosswalk by a truck that was turning south from Harry onto Parkwood, and the driver is cooperating with this investigation. The deliberations over the location for the new state mental hospital are continuing. It's down to four sites, Park City, Bel Air, and a couple in Wichita. Neighborhood opinions are split. Some people say this kind of resource is needed, but others worry about the impact it could have on their neighborhoods. One of the four proposed locations for a new state psychiatric facility is the empty lot located off of Meridian and MacArthur. It's been the subject of a neighborhood debate for people living in the area. What do you do with those New Year's resolutions? And we have another dog on the list. Tell you what that's about. And, of course, our full weather forecast with rain and snow in the offing coming up. We're off and running here on this Thursday morning. KNSS News Time is 6.04. It's 6.09 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Younger Americans are making New Year's resolutions. A new survey finds young people are more
6: likely to make resolutions in 2024 as opposed to older Americans um, with over 60% of those in a CBS YouGov survey saying... They plan to make one compared to just 15% of those aged 65-plus. While health and fitness goals top the list of the resolutions, the survey finds more and more Americans want to make faith a priority. Nearly 6 in 10 Americans say they want to pray more. Coming out of last year, Fox News polling found 53% say 2023 was a bad year for them, and another 66% believe it was a bad year for the country.
3: And that's Fox's Lauren Green with that report. The American Kennel Club officially recognizing a new dog breed. They're courageous, happy, affectionate owners, and these little doggies even have a
2: smile. Meet the Lancashire Healer, the newest addition to the list of recognized dog breeds by the American Kennel Club. It's a big deal for breeders of the small-on-stature, big-on-activity canines. It means the rare herding breed is now eligible for thousands of U.S. dog shows, including the prominent Westminster Kennel Club show. The American Kennel Club says there are only about 5,000 of these dogs that exist worldwide. John Saucier, Fox
3: News. It's 610 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll keep you updated all morning long on the traffic commute. It'll be a little different today. Tomorrow, let's check in and Jad Chambers
5: will keep you updated all day. Jad? Yeah, we'll be different tomorrow, that's for sure. Uh, For today right now, traffic conditions not so bad. Uh, Traffic volumes just kind of starting to pick up. We do have some pretty heavy traffic right now uh, southbound on I-135, and this is actually just past uh, 47th Street South there. So uh, that's the uh, area that we're talking about um, as that kind of turns into the the turnpike sort of area. So uh, just something to be aware of there just got some heavy traffic in that area stalled up vehicle southbound i-235 pretty close to central watch for slowdowns around that as well traffic update from 98 7 and 1330 k knss i'm jad chambers
3: and let's take a look at our weather forecast as we head into the first uh weekend of the new year. Some interesting things are coming up. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some parts of south central Kansas are dealing
2: with some foggy conditions again today. Clouds increasing as we go throughout the afternoon with a high 44. Winter weather will start impacting south central Kansas here tonight. A mix of rain and snow with a low 29. Occasional snow through tomorrow with a high 35. The potential of one to three inches is most likely. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan
3: Holliday. Currently in Wichita, we do have a breeze out of the east under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. Yes, we have some weather changes coming our way, it looks like, here uh, t- t- tonight and tomorrow. All right, we'll keep an eye on that, and Dan Holiday will keep us updated. Thank you, Dan. It is 6-12 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS on this Thursday morning. Looking back on my notes, Jad, the last, when was the last time I hosted this show? It was the day before Thanksgiving.
5: Yeah. Getting all excited
3: for Thanksgiving. It was
5: quite a while back, if I remember right. And
3: now uh, here we are after the new year, getting back at it. You've been on quite a streak. Queen Margrethe rode through the capital of Denmark in a gilded horse-drawn coach as she concluded her last New Year's celebrations before her abdication coming up in 10 days after 52 years on the throne in Denmark. Thousands braved the biting cold today, cheering on the popular queen's going to, probably going to be her last public appearance as monarch. She's eighty three years old, Queen Marguerite, Europe's longest reigning monarch. She's going to hand over the throne to her oldest son, Crown Prince Frederick. Hmm. First such resignation in Europe's oldest ruling monarchy in nearly nine hundred years. Goes way back, so we had a change in Great Britain of a longtime ruler, and now the same thing in Denmark is going on. Starting this month, some new personal computers that run Microsoft's Windows operating system will have a special co-pilot key launching the software giant's AI chatbot. All right. Getting third-party computer manufacturers to add an AI button to laptops. It's the latest move by Microsoft to capitalize on its close partnership with chat GPT maker, OpenAI, and make itself a gateway for applications of generative AI technology.
5: Yeah, they've... They've tried to do this before. It just, uh, I don't know, didn't really seem to take off the before. So we'll we'll see if this uh, works out a little bit better for them, maybe.
3: How long will it be before there's a button on my keyboard I push and I don't even need to be here anymore? AI <laughs> will take over the show.
5: Yeah, well, as long as I keep drawing a paycheck, I could do my job. <laughs> Oh,,
3: um, maybe you saw this a judge in Nevada attacked in court by a defendant who just did a vault right over the bench <laughs> and sp- looks like he was making an airborne tackle in a football game, sparked a bloody brawl. court officials and attorneys as he was about to be sentenced to prison in a felony battery case. Apparently, the irony was lost on this guy. he's going to yeah, going to prison for battery, and he attacks the judge.
5: Not a good idea.
3: Violent scene captured yesterday by courtroom video in Vegas. Court officials said the judge has unspecified injuries. She was not hospitalized, though. Uh, a courtroom marshal, by the way, security did not have a good handle on this situation. <laughs> if Apparently, you're, if you're not. allowing a guy to vault.
5: No and attack the judge. If if you can clear the distance and make it to mm, yeah, the judge, then you're not
3: doing your job. Yeah. Whoever those uh, security people were, a courtroom marshal was hospitalized for treatment of a gash on his forehead and a dislocated shoulder. The 30-year-old defendant was punched, wrestled to the floor and arrested on multiple new felony charges including, guess what, battery mm. on a protected person. His defense attorney did not respond to any requests for comment. <laughs>
5: His defense attorney.
3: Idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Accusations of plagiarism ruined the careers of academics and undergraduates alike. Well, the latest target is the president of Harvard, Claudine Gay. She resigned a couple of days ago. Reviews by Harvard found multiple shortcomings in her academic citations, including several instances of duplicative language. She was basically just taking stuff from other sources and just reading it. Yeah. Uh, while the university concluded the errors were not considered intentional nor reckless and did not rise to misconduct, well, the allegations continued, new ones as recently as Monday. Many came not from her academic peers but her political foes, led by conservatives who sought to oust her and put her career under intense scrutiny in hopes of finding a fatal flaw. Focus on Gay came amid backlash over her congressional testimony about anti-Semitism on campus. New York City has banned vendors from the Brooklyn Bridge. Really? This is a change that ends a bustling market that supplied cheap goods to tourists on the iconic crossing. Police officers were stationed in pairs yesterday along the mile-long span. The ban is aimed at easing congestion on the bridge's heavily trafficked pedestrian walkway. There's too many people setting up shop there. Sounds like they're clearing them out. Yeah. Sellers acknowledge the bridge has recently been inundated with tabletop businesses. They're selling everything, uh, you know, I Heart New York hats, you know, keychains. The vendors say that the city's total ban has gone too far. Well, Mayor, Mayor Eric Adams is defending the prohibition as necessary to ensure pedestrian safety and clamp down on what he described as growing disorder. Yeah. Yeah. You can't uh, walk or jog uh, along there if everybody's got a table set
5: up. I suppose not. And of course, you don't want people, you know, yeah, like, you don't want people driving on the bridge to, to be stopping and, and and, and stopping to shop somewhere. Yeah, it's That's like the, the old temple. Going to cause a big problem, like
3: the old temple in Jerusalem. Jesus got mad. Yeah, Those guys were all setting up shop right outside the temple and making it a mess. All right, it's six eighteen <laughs> with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at what's going on in sports, and we start out with shocker basketball tonight at Coke Arena. And it is the American Conference opener, Wichita State, hosting one of the new conference members, North Texas. Of course, uh, these teams were opponents in the conference back in the Missouri Valley Conference back 50, 50 years ago. Now they are reunited as conference foes now in the American Conference. The Shockers and the Mean Green, very similar records. North Texas is 7-5, and five. the Shockers are 8-5. and five. Tough to score on the Mean Green. North Texas is fourth in the nation on defense, allowing only 59 points a game. Yikes. Hard to even get 60 against them. Ooh, yeah. Uh, North Texas is a top 100 team in the net rankings. FanDuel thinks it'll be close. FanDuel has the Shockers as a favorite on home court by a point and a half. Should be should be an entertaining game between these two. Mike yeah. Kennedy and Dave Dahl. Here's a – got to pay attention to the start time tonight. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl begin their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. The game tips off at 8 o'clock at Coke Arena. And uh, if you want to listen to the Shockers on the radio, it's 103.7 K-E-Y-N. A little bit uh, different start time than we're used to on some of these. Why so different? 8 o'clock, because it's on TV. Oh, television. Yeah, television dictated what time it was on. Yeah. Yeah. There you go that. Shocker basketball tonight at Coke Arena, 8 p.m. tip-off. We had uh, women's basketball last night in Manhattan. 11th-ranked Kansas State beats Houston. Boy, did they. (laughs) 72-38. The K-State women have won 10 straight home games, and they're now 14-1 on the season. K-State senior Aoka Lee with 27 points, 11 rebounds. And a K-State freshman out of Wichita, Diana Walker, had a career-high four steals. She also had four rebounds and 12 points on five of seven shooting from two-point range. K-State, ladies ranked 11th in the nation with a big win. They're now 14-1 on the season. How about Juco basketball yesterday and uh, action in El Dorado as Butler Community College was hosting Hutchinson in men's and women's action. Not a good night for the home team at the power plant. Visiting Hutchinson got both wins. The Hutchinson women ranked 11th in the nation. Undefe- the, the women's matchup was a battle of unbeatens. It was third ranked Butler hosting 11th ranked Hutchinson, and Hutchinson got the win. 73 54. What didn't close? So the Hutchinson women are now 13 0 on the season. First loss for Butler, now 12 1. And in the men's game, it was number 21 Hutchinson defeating number 17 Butler, 63 60, in a close one. Hutchinson men are undefeated on the road, and they are now 11 2 on the season. Pro hockey in the NHL last night. The Toronto Maple Leafs win on the road in Anaheim. Beat the Ducks 2-1 in overtime. And a couple of former Wichita Thunder players. Oh, one former Thunder player in this game. Forward Bobby McMahon. He didn't get to finish it. He uh, he was ousted from the game for a misconduct for boarding a Ducks player in the second period. Yikes. So, Bobby McMahon playing rough. But uh, the Maple Leafs won that game 2-1 to in overtime. Back-to-back win for the Maple Leafs. And they're in third place in the division go to the nba last night the cleveland cavaliers win at home they beat the washington wizards 140 to 101 snapping a two-game losing streak starting at forward for the cavaliers former kansas state wildcat dean wade he had two points and three rebounds and coming off the bench for the cavaliers rookie from wichita state craig porter the former shocker four for five shooting eight points three rebounds three assists Cavaliers in the number seven spot in the Eastern Conference. And the Indiana Pacers win at home, and they beat the Milwaukee Bucks 142 to 130. Coming off the bench for the Pacers, Buddy Heald, who played at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air. Buddy made a couple of three pointers on his way to 10 points. Hey, the Pacers have won five in a row, and they're in the number five spot in the Eastern Conference. There you go. That's Sports with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It's six twenty-two with Stephen Ted here on ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. We have a traffic and weather update on the way, and what's going on with online dating? Mm, a better life with Doctor Sanjay Gupta. That's coming up next on KNSS.
2: A nationally recognized Marconi Awarded radio show. This is Stephen Ted on ninety-eight seven and thirteen
3: thirty KNSS. Good morning. It is 631. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Thursday, January 4th. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky. It is 30 degrees. A man has been sentenced to life in prison for a deadly Wichita shooting. 40-year-old Shannon Cabot Jr. was found guilty In September, in the killing of 49-year-old Dennis Haynes back in the summer of 2022, as well as four counts of kidnapping, Cavett has now been sentenced to life with parole eligibility after 25 years. A co-defendant in this case is scheduled for a hearing one week from today. Ukraine and Russia swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Moscow says this deal is the result of complex negotiations mediated by the United Arab Emirates. 248 Russians are being returned and 200 Ukrainian prisoners sent back from Russia. It's the first agreement of its kind since August. Moscow's been accused in the past of trying to weaponize prisoners. Some of the Ukrainians taken captive were caught defending the Chernobyl nuclear power plant, Snake Island in the Black Sea, and the city of Mariupol in the early months of the war jonathan savage fox news a couple from great bend on their way to wichita for a doctor's appointment hit a patch of black ice on the highway it happened early yesterday morning causing the van driven by jill lane's husband john to slide spin and then roll into a ditch
4: so when we finished rolling i looked over at my husband He was fully intact. We had no blood, no broken bones. We just looked at each other, and just there was this huge, incredible sigh, like,
3: we're okay. And she credits her husband's driving skills and seatbelts for saving their lives. A federal labor watchdog accused SpaceX yesterday of violating a labor law by firing several
4: employees. The U.S. Labor Board complaint alleges SpaceX illegally fired eight workers who criticized CEO Elon Musk and wrongfully interrogated dozens more. The former employees, along with about 400 other SpaceX workers, signed an open letter in 2022 calling Musk's public statements and behavior embarrassing and distracting. SpaceX leaders say the letter diverted attention from company operations. A National Labor Relations Board regional director will try to settle the case, seeking, among other things, reinstatement for the employees, back pay, and an apology. Carmen Roberts, Fox News.
3: Wichita City Council voting to approve a $10 million project to give plain view on the southeast side of town, a new community center. The project is using capital improvement dollars originally designated for park improvements in the area. new community center is going to be five times bigger than the current one. It will have a gymnasium, computer labs, classrooms. It will provide a place for the community to come together. The plan does include space to establish a food bank at the center. Construction of that community center set to start next year. The old Colvin Resource Center is connected to the elementary school, and the school will be taking that space back. Wichita police saying a TikTok trend showing how to steal certain types of cars is causing a spike in thefts here in the Wichita area. The Kia Challenge. This comes after a series of similar thefts across the nation because of a TikTok trend demonstrating how to remove the steering wheel and then start the car. More and more people are falling victim to this trend here in our area. The police department has seen the number of stolen Kias and Hyundais go up and down. However, Wichita is currently seeing a spike in Kia and Hyundai thefts. It's a new high for the United States national debt. The national debt now tops $34 trillion, up a trillion dollars from
2: just a few months ago. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says tax cuts approved by Republicans are responsible for 90 percent of the deficit over the past 20 years. There's a trickle-down debt, if you think about it. The debt figure also includes billions of dollars in emergency spending during the COVID pandemic. Republicans and Democrats agreed to a debt limit increase in June, raising the borrowing limit through
3: this year. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The flu season comes with a double threat as COVID
1: infections are also on the rise. This flu season has already caused more than 7 million people to get sick in the U.S. According to CDC estimates, about 73,000 cases have been serious enough to require hospitalization, and 4,500 people have died. Although COVID causes more severe disease to the average person than flu, so many more people are infected with flu right now, says Vanderbilt University's Dr. William Schaffner.
4: Flu is so dominant that there are more patients with influenza. Milder infections that can go home, but also people that need hospitalization.
1: Experts say it's not too late to get a flu shot. And if you do get sick, call your doctor right away to get tested for flu and COVID in Atlanta. Jonathan Serry, Fox News.
3: It's six thirty-seven with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and we've got some interesting weather coming our way. Let's check in, get the weather forecast with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have new data in that is showing a storm system arriving in
2: south-central Kansas later on tonight and continuing through much of Friday. It has the potential to bring us one to three inches of snow with some isolated higher amounts where snow bands set up, up to five inches in some areas. So we'll watch this carefully. Today's high 43. The wintry mix begins tonight. Telo 29, snow Friday and 35. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
3: And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees here on this Thursday morning, January 4th. 6.37 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Forest rangers have rescued a hiker in upstate New York who survived a wet, wintry night trapped above a cliff on a rugged Adirondack mountain peak. Hope Lloyd was solo hiking the day after Christmas when she slipped and fell hundreds of feet down South Dix Mountain. Yikes. 46-year-old woman was sliding straight toward a cliff, but she was stopped by a small spruce tree. Oh, wow. All right. She said she was extremely grateful to escape with only cuts and bruises, adding, I just want to hug everybody. Rangers finally reached her at one-thirty in the morning, about eight hours after she fell, and they gave her some worn food, dry clothes, and helped her bushwhack on the trail wow that's pretty yeah. fortunate that could have ended in a much much worse way it's six thirty eight with Stephen ted here on knss now it's time for some great information yeah it's the commodities update daily with tom leffler of
4: leffler commodities good morning tom well, good morning, Ted and Jad. Well, Wednesday, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures spent the majority of the session trading negative on an inside trading session. Now, the good news is the cattle did bounce off late in the session off those lows and closed two-sided. Now, cash cattle trade has developed in the north feed yards at $175 a head, which is $275 above last week's average price. Lean hog futures traded and closed mix yesterday. The February contract made another new contract low. On the close, February live cattle, 7 cents lower, 171.85. March feeders up 57 cents at 227.02, and Feb hogs down 2 cents at 65.30. Now, overall, there was a lack of fresh market moving news Wednesday for the grain markets. The corn and soybeans traded mixed and closed higher, while the wheat traded and closed negative. Now, crude oil was up over 2 dollars 5 yesterday, and we saw the... Dollar Index for the fourth straight session make new moves to the upside at the moment March Kansas City wheat five and a half cents lower at six sixteen. March corn down a penny at four sixty-four and a quarter. March soybeans down four and three quarters at twelve seventy-two and a quarter. February crude oil up eighty-two cents at seventy-three fifty-two. February gold nine and a half dollars higher, two thousand fifty-two thirty. March S&P four and a quarter points higher at forty-seven hundred fifty. We're looking at the March dollar index now sixteen cents lower at one o two o three, and March Dow Jones futures up eighty-four points at 37,781. For commodity trading ag marketing or managed trading programs contact for commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 go to tom
3: well here early in january is there anything on the commodities front we need to keep an eye on here early in the year
4: Well, we're enjoying the recovery we've been seeing take place in our livestock markets. And it's this weather system moving in that could give us some more upside in the cattle market. But, boy, the grain markets are off to a very negative start for the year. And we're also seeing the energy markets start to go up higher as we continue to see problems over the Red Sea. Yeah, what's going on with the cattle market? What's going on in a good way? Well, in a good way, we pushed it down too far going into the end of last year they overextended the downside so we've seen some technical upside but also we're looking at the fact that we're going to see less and less cattle available out there down the road we have an inventory report coming out at the end of january here and it will most likely show that our herd is getting reduced even more so tighter supplies will probably bring higher prices down the road all right there
3: you go tom have a great day thanks for being with us Thank you, Ted. That's the commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities every weekday morning at this time, right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS, the Plain Talk Personal Finance Guide. We'll find out more about that with Money Tracker Don Grant. He'll be with us shortly. Looking forward to that. It's six forty one with Stephen Ted, ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. 646 with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Keep it here. Coming up shortly, it's the Money Tracker with Don Grant. Always good stuff. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Ukraine and Russia are swapping hundreds of prisoners of war. Two Sedgwick County Commission holding its first meeting of the new year, setting up its agenda for state legislators. One. Shocker men's basketball tonight—the American Conference opener, hosting North Texas. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted: 98.7 and 1330
5: KNSS. Right now, the traffic conditions in the Wichita area are looking pretty good. Not really seeing any big problems. 24 hours from now, when we've May have seen some snow out there that will be different. But for right now, things are uh, looking okay on the roadways. Just starting to see some heavier traffic on the highways at this time. Just not really seeing anything slowing down. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they have two locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com, Goodyear your home for complete car care
3: and looking at our weather forecast here on this thursday first thursday of the year looking at a high today of 43 degrees with clouds increasing today and then overnight we're looking at rain turning into snow overnight low down to 29 degrees and then tomorrow on friday occasional snow we're looking at a couple of inches and a high of 35 degrees tomorrow Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the east. We're under a clear sky. It is 30 degrees on our way to a high today of 43. It's 648 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS here on this Thursday morning, the first Thursday of the year. Uh, the London Zoo has begun its annual animal census. Obedient penguins lined up to be counted yesterday while an endangered Sumatran tiger cub playfully gnawed at a chalkboard with his name on it. The London Zoo will tally about 14,000 animals during a two-day period. They have to do that. It's a requirement for its license. Everything from alpacas to zebras will be added up. The information then will be shared with zoos around the world to help manage breeding programs of endangered species.
6: Do they interview them too?
3: Yeah. Might as well. <laughs> The zoo added a little two-toed sloth to its menagerie last year, along with 17 chicks hatched in the birdhouse. The London Zoo got to count all 14,000 of those animals. Oh man! Big zoo census. Wow! I'm sure Sedgwick County Zoo does that too. We need to. Well, they they, find they out would need to to find
6: out who's who, how many new ones they, they got, got around. Got
3: those pregnant elephants? Got those three oh, pregnant lady true. elephants out that's there?
6: That's true. Wow!
3: So there you go. Good luck at the London Zoo. At 6:49 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at how the stock market fared yesterday.
2: Stocks ending lower as investors digested the minutes from the Fed's December policy meeting. Fed officials believe rates are likely at their peak for this cycle but stress the importance of remaining vigilant and keeping rates high until inflation was clearly moving down sustainably toward their 2% target. Tech stocks pulling back again dragging the tech-heavy Nasdaq lower while pharma stocks buck the downward trend with shares of Eli Lilly, Amgen and Merck among the gainers. The Dow winners Amgen, Chevrolet. Ron and United Health Group. The Dow decliners: Caterpillar, Boeing, and Home Depot. The Dow down 285 points. The Nasdaq down 174. and P 500 down 38. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
3: The Plain Talk Personal Finance Guide. Did you bring it in with you, the guide? The the
6: entire guide uh, here is on on (laughs) this one sheet of paper in front of me.
3: Here he is, the Money Tracker, live in studio. Don Grant, CFP. Hello, Don. Good
6: morning, Ted and Jad. Well, you know, an internet search for some personal finance questions led me to a cleverly worded blog site that gave salient steps to managing your financial life. Now, I hope to not offend anyone, but it's called... The Hell Yeah group. Well, the first question in their process is to ask yourself, what the H-E double hockey sticks do you want to do with your darned life? And how much will it cost you? So they just want to ask you right out there. I, I find it to be a great reminder and a good way to begin the new year. First of all, they're asking you to create goals for yourself. The questions are the same ones I'll start with in a planning session. What do you value personally? What are your personal goals? What are short, mid, and long-term goals? What are your business values and goals? And how do we apply them to short, intermediate, and long range? Uh, Essentially applying it to your life in different stages. Then the goals turn into a math question. How much will these goals cost? With those numbers, we create a balance sheet. You have things that will cost money. So how good are you at earning money? We net the cost of the goals together, but not before pricing in the most basic things. Those are the day-to-day living expenses. What does it cost to exist in your current lifestyle? Can you afford to live and go after the goals? If not, there's plenty of simple solutions like earn more and spend less through their plain talk. The advice is similar to what you'll hear from most planners set up an emergency fund in a safe liquid account that earns the highest amount of interest possible. If you have a hard time doing that voluntarily set up an auto withdrawal from your paycheck or checking account that forces you to put that money away. This is after you set a target and plan to fund it. All this cannot get done without good organization. So one of the steps is to get your sheesh together. They didn't say sheesh. They advise creating separate buckets of money that cater each goal. Bottom line, know what's going on with your money and how to access it. They just had a good way of putting it and making it very straightforward. And of course if you have any questions, why don't you give me a call at Saber Wealth, the number's two six seven Oh, 600
3: well that all goes back to what you preach almost every day is the planning ahead and plan plan and, plan uh, you know don't put things off till tomorrow what you should be doing today
6: that's that's very wise
3: yeah if we would if i would just do it <laughs> it it is
6: difficult to do but you know it, i i find that most people find a time in their lives generally in their well, not generally, but often in their mid 50s or so when they start to realize their mortality, they see that their kids are, mm-hmm. you know, are, are are going through school and that there that there is an end in sight mm-hmm. as to when they're going to be, be able to not have to continue to support them. And they start looking forward and they realize that, you know what, I got to get serious about retirement. And that's, you know, if you've been putting it away to some degree, it's not a bad point, time to just sit down and really just put it put it in order.
3: Very good. Thanks for stopping in.
6: Well, my pleasure. My pleasure. I
3: like you. You got another nice winter coat on.
6: Well, it's a, it's a, my daughter picked this one out. You know, it's sort of a tweed kind of thing. And it's got a little inner zipper sweater thingy, you know. But,
3: uh, oh, that's attached to the coat.
6: it is. Oh, it is. Wow. You can actually zip this That's thing out. Cool. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks kind of like a sweater, but it's like. But it's, it's actually entertaining... part of the coat. Nice. Yeah, that way, the you know, because there's holes between buttons. Will you your know? daughter please buy me a nice coat like that? She didn't like buy it for me. It she picked it out, she picked it out picked for it out. me. Well, yeah, no, I bought <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when I was visiting her in D.C., we went to a store, and she said, Daddy, this looks like you. So I said, yeah, okay. very nice.
3: Actress Diane Cannon is 85 today. Ooh. Now, didn't she just produce
6: that uh, Archibald, the Archies? Uh, she was She was married to Archibald Lynch, right? Yes. The Archibald yes, She is a widow of
3: Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I think she just produced a film on his life that might be on one of those streaming services.
3: Oh, you might want to check that out. I would like to check that yeah, out. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah, and the actor who plays him is pretty convincing. I mean, I just saw excerpts from it, but... Uh, how old is she? 85. Oh, I don't know if I want to see that.
3: She, I bet she's got some great stories to tell. Oh, You're man. You're married to Carrie Grant.
6: Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I bet most
3: of those good stories are off camera.
6: Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably.
3: Probably. Oh, she had the best curly hair and all, all that. She was gorgeous. Frizzy curly hair. Oh, uh, yeah. Gorgeous. Happy birthday to actress Diane Cannon, 85 today. Don, we'll let you get on with your day. All well, right. Thank you for stopping in. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. That's the Money Tracker. Don Grant, CFP, live in studio with Stephen and Ted here on King NSS. Hey, coming up, we have a big 7 o'clock hour on the way. Business, news, weather, traffic. Still trying to fix that road up in Bel Air. We'll have details on that. King NSS News Time 656.
5: Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services LLC. Member Fenra sipc Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. <laughs>